Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm so glad you're with us here on The Clark Howard Show, where it's about you being empowered with knowledge so you can keep more of what you have. Our websites, clark.com and clarkdeals.com. So we are emerging into the twindemic as it's been coined, the seasonal flu and coronavirus layered on top of each other. And I know there are a lot of people, I think only about half of Americans typically get a flu shot each year. There are a lot of people who don't believe in the flu shot. And I would ask you to just consider the possibility, if you're someone who doesn't historically get the flu shot, to think about getting it this year because it could be a very important thing in terms of your health and safety because it's going to be hard for medical professionals to know the difference is whether somebody has the flu, comes down with the flu or comes down with coronavirus, where how you're treated would be different, the results different as well. And we are in the zone right now that's been recommended by public health officials to get a flu shot. And we just got our family flu shots. And uh, I had to get the one, since I'm 65, I had to get the massive dose one. Had no reaction at all from it, other than my arm felt like somebody had been beating it up who was a heavyweight champion just slugging me in my arm. That went on for a couple of days. And now I've got the flu vaccine in me. Hopefully the shot will be the right mix of things this year. And we got ours at Costco because it's so cheap. Now, as you may know, if you listen to me regularly, I have not been in stores since the beginning of March. And so this was a special treat for me to go in Costco. My wife had rules of engagement for us. We bought nothing in the store, but I got to wander around. And uh, so for me, it was like a special, special field trip and got my ultra cheap shot well actually the one for lane and my son those were cheap they were 19 dollars. mine was 49 dollars because it's the old person's dose that is uh, much more flu vaccine and this is this is personal choice personal preference to decide whether or not you want to get a flu shot but i'll tell you we've noticed a clear trend at clarkdeals.com since the president came down with coronavirus, people clicking on deals we posted on PPE, you know, masks, uh, KN95s, that kind of stuff, the number of people clicking on those things skyrocketed in the days following the president coming down with corona. Is people have heard about a fall wave of coronavirus and people are buying the disposable masks and all kinds of stuff 
in very large numbers. And I want to tell you, we're watching those deals on Clark Deals and give you an example. The disposable masks that were so expensive back in the spring, you can now buy in boxes of 50 where the masks are like six to seven cents each. The KN95s are about uh, triple that price, but the masks are a fraction of the cost they were, and this would be a good time to stock up on them. We've been each day listing the best deals we can find on those on Clark deals, and I look like something from a space alien movie when I have to go anywhere where there are other people and that I wear a disposable mask, and then I wear a shield on top of it. I know if you think the whole coronavirus thing is overblown, you think I'm a nut job doing that. But I would rather not have coronavirus. I have uh, pre-existings in my age. It's a very risky thing for me. And so I wear all this stuff. The, The shields have dropped to a little bit more than a dollar each and packs of 10. And you're going to find the best deals on all the PPE stuff at eBay. If we do, in fact, have the fall surge of coronavirus, these things will become more short of supply. And then in turn, the prices will go back up like they did in the spring. So if you do take coronavirus seriously, this would be a great time for you to stock up. Um, as for wearing masks, I, as I've shared with you before, I found it weird that people look at masks as some kind of um, personal political statement or whatever. Uh, masks do protect you from illness, particularly during flu season, and it's been an accepted practice in much of the world for many, many decades, that during flu season, when people are out around other people, that you wear a mask to provide protection to yourself and to others, forgetting even that this pandemic of coronavirus exists, masks are really a good safety thing. So now that I've said that, you go to Clark.com slash Clark Stinks to let me know why you very much disagree with me mentioning that now it's time for your questions you posted for me at clark.com slash ask producers kim and joel take turns with kim's turn now all right this is from Lori in michigan and Lori says have you ever heard of easy knock i'm in my early 70s and i'm looking to tap into the equity of my home and i found it while researching reverse mortgages yeah, I know this is something we've had a big uptick in questions about, uh, not specifically about this company, but many others that do similar kind of things. And I'm talking in generalities here is companies that buy your home from you and then lease it back to you. This happened very heavily during the real estate bust back in seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, whatever, whenever that ended. And this is appearing again because of coronavirus and the people under financial stress who maybe have not been able to keep up with their mortgage payments. The lure of this is that you get to stay in your home, but you don't own it anymore. And some of these offers out there don't even really make that clear that you give up ownership of your home 
and then you become a tenant in your own home. Better idea for you. Most people who've not been making payments qualify for the forbearance program for federal mortgages. And most mortgages, in fact, are behind the curtain backed by the feds. That's where people have been able to apply for three months, six months, or 12 months of forbearance or or temporary payment holidays. And then at the end of that period of time, you then have the ability to uh, negotiate a new payment plan on your mortgage. Typically, for people who took six months or a year, that will be added on to the back of your mortgage. As long as you're able to resume your payments, you're good. If you think about doing a sale and lease back, you're likely to end up having to make payments as large or larger than what you were making on your mortgage. So, And you've lost your home at that point. If you are in dire straits, know the housing market's been very strong. The better course of action, if nothing else works, is probably to just sell your home and go find another place to live. And then you get top dollar for the sale of your home. Joel? Clark Elizabeth in Georgia says, my 17-year-old son recently got a job. I've heard about compounding interest and how great it would be to take advantage of it when you're young. So I'm wondering uh, what would a good account be for him to open so he can start taking advantage of compound interest? Wonderful question, and that would be a Roth IRA. Roth IRA is so valuable to a teenager from his or her first job, it's intense. Because you open a Roth IRA, and that used to be something you had to have a lot of money to open. Now you can open many Roth IRAs with just a dollar. And you put your money not in a savings account or something like that where you're talking about compound interest. Instead, because it's an account that your teenager would have for decades through their working lifetime, you invest it in stock funds. My favorite for Your teen would be to do a target retirement fund, maybe year 2065. I don't think there are any 2070 funds yet. And the money would just automatically grow over the long haul and can be added to by your child all through the years. And doing it as a teenager leads to enormous wealth down the road. Kim? Leo in Washington says, we've saved $30,000 for a newer car, but now we're wondering if we should be investing that money in the stock market and taking out a car loan instead since interest rates are so low. Uh, That's an interesting uh, dilemma because you've been a great saver. You're in a position to pay cash for a vehicle versus, let's say, investing the money. They're, they're not even apples and oranges. They're like uh, entirely different categories, like apples and ice cream. Well, they can go well together in apple pie, but not with the idea of investing or paying cash for a vehicle. So if you do go the investing route with that thirty grand and take out a car loan, you need to think of that investing cycle as being a minimum 10 years. And the vehicle loan would be something you'd be taking out for a shorter period of time, obviously at lower rates. If you don't really think about this 30000 as being money that you can put aside for uh, at least one decade or more, then just pay cash for the vehicle. It's awesome not having a payment. Joel? 
Clark Penny in Georgia says, I've heard that online prescription eyeglasses are way more economical than shopping the traditional route. So uh, do you recommend ordering glasses online? And if so, what are the best sites to look at? So I love the idea. I've done it for years and years, and I've gotten a lot of blowback from optometrists and ophthalmologists and opticians about people buying glasses online, but they've proven the test of time and Consumer Reports recently rated one of the online sellers as one of the very best for customer service in the eyeglass business, and that's Zenny Optical, which is a huge volume seller of glasses online, Z-E-N-N-I-Optical.com. And you can buy frames, lenses complete from Zenny for as little as, believe it or not, $7 for prescription glasses plus shipping. Uh, you can run it all the way up for single vision lenses if you really like to blow money to maybe 30 or so dollars, but you don't have to. And the glasses are fashionable and they're done right. I mean, we hear no complaints about them not being done well. But Consumer Reports says the best place to get eyeglasses is Costco Wholesale. Costco Wholesale will cost much more than what Zenny costs, but much less what a traditional eyeglass place would cost. So it's kind of like a compromise between the two extremes. Kim? Joan in Georgia says, at age 70, should you take out an insurance policy to pay off a $117,000 mortgage just in case you pass away? First of all, it's a pain having a mortgage in older years. And it's more common today that people will have a mortgage in older years. Normally not something you would need an insurance policy for, because I don't know about your situation, who would Uh, after you would pass away, who might be living in the house. But generally what would happen in a case when you pass away is your heirs, whoever you wanted to inherit the house, would inherit it. Uh, Normally they would sell it, and they would get the proceeds from selling the property and pay off that mortgage rather than looking at insurance as a way to deal with it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jane joins us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Jane. How are you doing today? I'm well, thanks, Clark. It's truly an honor to speak with you. Well, it's great to have you here, and you have a really good situation that you've been saving up money pretty well lately. Tell me. We have. Uh, My husband and I recently purchased a car. Um, Prior to that, we have been debt-free except for our home, but we financed a car. Um, We followed your advice you purchasing, uh, we arrange financing ahead of time, put a sizable down payment on it. We plan to pay the car off in two years. Um, our current interest rate is 2.89, but we've come into a little bit of money and have been saving. So I have enough money now to pay off the car in total. And I haven't even, we just purchased it. 
But my house also needs quite a bit of repair work that we've been putting off. So I was hoping to get some advice from you about how to make that decision of do I make the um, do I pay off the car or put money towards the home? And the interest rate on the car loan is 2.89. Okay, so definitely take that cash, do the repairs to the house. Because you can't borrow money to do repairs to the house at an interest rate like that. So essentially, your car loan is now your home loan for doing the repairs. Oh, okay. So you've got the cash. It would would do you no good to pay off the vehicle loan if then you've got to go borrow money some other way to do the repairs to the home. So I would take the reward of the fact that you've lived on less than what you make, that you've built up this reserve of cash, use it to fund the repairs of the home. Uh, Interest rate of 2.89 is a great interest rate. And uh, the way you handle money, and just tell talking to you, that loan's not going to sit out there forever anyway. No. And you'll you'll have it wiped out in a couple years by your guesstimate. So I would do that. I would pay cash for the home stuff and just pay that loan as agreed plus so continued success to you financially and that really is great that you did such a good job navigating getting the loan for the vehicle and that your money is so rock solid in your life this episode is brought to you by la quinta by window Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. I'm so glad you've taken time out of your day to join us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you learning ways to keep more of what you have. Our websites are Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com. And I want you to know we have been working hard as could be getting ready for this Christmas shopping season that is so fast-forwarded over any prior one. There's never been any precedent for what's going on this year. And uh, with Karis, who runs the Clark Deals team, she and I have been constantly talking about how to make sure you know how different it's going to be this year so that you don't overpay for your Christmas shopping. Now, if you are suffering underemployment or unemployment and you just don't have the money for this Christmas, I want you to know don't have a case of the guilt. There are lots of ways you can... um, do alternative kind of gifting to people that does not have to eat into a wallet. But for the roughly 70% of people who have been fortunate through the pandemic financially and are able to think through how to handle Christmas, I have a new briefing guide for you at Clark.com that goes through the Christmas shopping season and when the deals are going to be and when they're not. Let me start with when they're going to be. There's going to be two big waves of bargains this Christmas shopping season, 
And the first starts this Sunday for about a one-week period. Walmart is doing a huge blowout sale with a most unimaginative name, the Walmart Big Save event that jumps ahead of both Target and Amazon that are doing their big sales starting Tuesday of this week. Amazon is doing two days of Prime Days, Tuesday and Wednesday. Target starts a full-bore, multi-day series of deals Tuesday as well. Amazon's Prime Day used to be in the summer. This year, because of the pandemic, that got blown out because of inventory issues that Amazon had. So it ended up being pushed all the way into what this year is one of the key selling periods for Christmas if you like to save money. And so uh, Walmart this Sunday is doing a lot of huge blowout deals, some that will sell out right away, others that will be good for days, including they're selling one of the robot vacuums for 99 bucks. They're selling really cheap 4K TVs, you know, the Black Friday kind of pricing, You think about any product category, but especially electronics, you're going to see those deals. In fact, right now, today, Amazon's doing a number of deals for their Prime members on the various uh, electronics like the Echo Show. There's a great deal on one of those screen things for half price for $44.99. Those have been selling in huge numbers today. And you're really going to find, though, that from this Sunday through next Saturday is when you want to have your list ready of who you're buying for for Christmas, some idea of what your budget is, what you're thinking you're going to spend on each person. And this year, more than others, there's a huge advantage to early front load your Christmas buying. Then we're going to have a Black Friday week. Ironically enough, the deals may end up being better this next week than they'll be Black Friday, but those are the two big bargain periods. Home Depot doing its own thing right around Halloween. They're going to launch their deals, and their deals are going to keep rolling forward through the month of November till each category sells out. December is going to be a ripoff extraordinaire for Christmas shopping like we've never seen. It's going to be bad ugly for Christmas shopping. There are a number of factors combined that make it key to saving money to shop in October and November and ignore any ads or shopping in December. And the reason is partially because of policies put in place by FedEx and UPS with massive shipping surcharges for December. You know, all the retailers tell you you're getting free shipping, but there's nothing free about it for them. So the prices of goods are going to be significantly more expensive in December to cover the massive UPS and FedEx surcharges. So front load, buy now, get it out of the way, Remember where you hid the gifts so you have them to give people Christmas morning.
It's time for your questions you posted for me at Clark.com slash ask. Producers Kim and Joel alternate. And it is whose turn? I forgot. My turn. All right, Joel. All right. here. Uh, this one's from Tim in Washington. He says, should I try an online tax prep software? Uh, I'm paying my accountant $900 plus a year to plug all the info I give him into his professional version of software. I have rental properties, but I keep great records, and I essentially spoon-feed those to him. He doesn't give me any additional financial advice or even make any suggestions to save me money on my taxes. So should I go it alone? Great question, and one that I get a lot. And I have a one-year rule on this, that you parallel file. Uh, you don't actually file both returns, but that you buy a tax prep software and prepare your tax return yourself using software, pay the accountant for one more tax year to prepare your taxes for you, and then compare the returns. How similar are they? How similar is the outcome from them? Are there things your accountant knew to do as a professional that you wouldn't have thought about that led to a lower overall tax bill from the accountant doing the return? If, on the other hand, you find the returns pretty much mirror each other, then you have your answer, unless your tax situation gets more complicated, that you would file your return yourself in the future doing tax prep software. If you don't want to pay another roughly $1,000 for preparing your 20 return, you can still buy 19 tax software for like no money and take the data you have, enter it in there, see the results you have from that, comparing it to what you've paid your accountant to do your 19 return, and then you'll have an answer for next year at a lot lower cost if you find what you came up with is so similar to what the accountant came up with that you don't need to have them do it next year. Kim? John in Minnesota says, Clark, thank you for your concern for all of us lower middle class folks, and right now I have a bad word, annuity. I was not available for a webinar that our life insurance company held a couple of nights ago, but my wife watched it. From my wife's summary, it sounds as though the National Financial Retirement author of the seminar advocated putting retirement assets into one or more annuity so that you can have an income stream that would be guaranteed no matter what, even if the stock market wasn't doing well. Would you mind commenting on this, even if it might mean rehashing an old topic? I am happy to, and I should have asked children to step away from the show because annuity is a cuss word on our show, because almost all annuities sold are junk, massive commission and fee-laden things, laden things that also make you a prisoner with something called surrender charges that can be massive and last for even as long as 15 years. Annuities are garbage, for the most part, that are sold by salespeople hungry for ginormous commissions. Having said that, let me tell you about two kinds of annuities that what your wife was told in the seminar might actually be a good thing to own, but not likely what the salesperson was talking about because they carry virtually no commissions at all. One of them is known as an immediate payout or life annuity. It's essentially taking a sum of money you have and turning it into your own self-help pension. These things 
send you a check every month for the rest of your life, or you can buy one that's a second to die, that it pays each of you uh, one check till the second one of you has died, giving you a sure income that does not get eroded by commissions and gives you the peace of mind of having that money come in for as long as you live. These are things that should be bought in sums of no greater than $100,000. I don't know what kind of money you have based on what you've saved, but you don't want to buy a very large one. There are specific um, guarantee rules in the event of an insurer got in financial trouble, which is why you don't buy them in sums larger than 100000 The other kind I like is one that is a longevity annuity. It doesn't kick in till age 80 or 85, and you typically buy them in your 60s. And the idea is you can spend whatever money you have all the way down to zero till your 80th or 85th birthday, whenever your longevity annuity kicks in. And then it, uh, because most people might be passing away before then, or many people, if you live that long, it provides you a very large income monthly for the remainder of your life, so you never outlive your money. Those kind of annuities, as best I know, are never, 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 not ever pitched in these seminars because the insurance agents make no money from them. Joel? Clark, Julia in Illinois says, my husband and I used to live in New York and we have the Chase Sapphire Reserve credit card because we traveled a lot to visit our family. We used our points for free flights and the airport lounges. Now that we've moved, we're closer to our family. We aren't flying nearly as much and we don't think the annual fee is worth the price anymore. I asked about canceling the card. I was told that our credit score would go down temporarily. We'd really like to stop paying the annual fee since we aren't really getting the maximum benefits from the card anymore. What should we do with this credit card? Well, that card has a massive annual fee, and it really is designed for people that are traveling quite often. You're not at all now. So what I recommend is that you follow my hopscotch rule. Go get another card. Uh, Something I've been defaulting to personally is cash back, and I have a 2% cash back card. There's one from Chase called the, I'm, I'm sorry, from City called the City Double Cash, you get 2% cash back on all your purchases. And that is a, a worthy substitute for earning points for travel that you have with the Chase card. Once you've been approved for a new card, and we've got a guide to reward cards at Clark.com, once you get approved for a new card, then you dump the Chase card and stop paying that massive, massive annual fee. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. David is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, David. Hi, Clark. David, you have an unusual question that I'm asked maybe once every 18 months or so. Tell me what your scoop is. It's a 401k into a, a pension, a rollover. I don't see any upside to it. So tell me what your situation is and what the option is you have available to you, if you would. Yes, you can buy uh, $50,000. It would be annuities. That's the least amount you can buy. So let's just, for example, if you bought $200,000 at 65, and the monthly payment would be about $1,200. So that's uh, that's giving you back six percent of your money. Oh, you no, the twelve hundred was monthly, right? Was that annual or monthly? That's monthly. Monthly. And you would, okay. that would be if you would uh, purchase over two hundred thousand dollars. If you take two hundred thousand out of your four hundred one k and roll it in. Okay, so this is something that is much debated now because. When people reach retirement and they have money in a 401k, they don't necessarily know how to turn that money into a monthly income. And it's something that's debated all the time. If you were to take, as more and more 401k plans offer, if you would take that money, they offer you the option of turning it into kind of like a pension where you take the money and they annuitize a certain amount of money and send you a check every month from the money from your 401k that you put in to the annuitization. It is a version of kind of like what's known as an immediate payout annuity, which is actually a kind of annuity that is A-OK, David. So let me tell you how you try to make that decision. Ready? Yes. All right. How important is it to you that at the time of your passing, money that you have goes to loved ones? I haven't decided. Okay. It's not high on my list. All right. If that's not high on your list, the advantage of taking money and annuitizing it from your 401k at age 65 is it means you never have to worry about outliving your money that the uh, insurance company doing the payout annuity pays you that money every month for as long as you live. So if you're more worried about your financial security for the remainder of your life, that's one way that you can see to it that you don't outlive your money. So then I have one more question for you. Okay. How do you perceive your health to be? My health is fine. Because but my insurance is going to be through the VA. Okay. Because of the exteriors. It's All right. what well, I have. I have VA for the rest of my life. Well, thank you for your service in the military. Um, so if you are mainly worried about the ongoing financial security for you during the remainder of your lifetime, and your health is good, so you're not worried about 
um, a shorter lifespan from age 65 till you might pass away is a gamble. So you can only go based on the knowledge you have. In a case like yours where inheritance of your money is not important, the peace of mind of doing the annuitization of your 401k money as an option in your plan, doing that at 65 is a very viable option for you. And so you, as you get close to the time where you have to make that decision, what they'll pay you for that annuitization will generally change based on prevailing interest rates. And you'll have to look at the time you would have to make that election, whether or not it seems like a good deal for you, what they would pay you. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. Thanks for joining us today. The Clark Howard Show is produced by Kim Drobes, Joel Larsgaard, Deborah Reese, and Jim Ayers. And remember, 24 hours a day, we're there to serve you at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com.